back to the L2 Fitness Business Podcast. I am super excited today, everyone. I have an extremely special guest that's going to be joining me today. Her name is Laura Pobrin, and she might just happen to be my wife. So thank you so much for, uh, for being on today. I might be your wife. It's questionable. So today, everybody, I was walking through the gym, and I saw a poster that said, Transformation Challenge, $10,000 winner. And I was actually utterly disgusted by it. So this challenge was rewarding a 12-week program winner with a $10,000 prize. And I truly think that this is everything that's wrong with the fitness industry. So I got to the car. I told Laura, I said, we are dropping a podcast on this today. So here we are. We are going to jump right in. We are actually going live on two phones. It's a little ridiculous right now (laughs) as well. But, uh, you know, I just kind of want to dig in, guys. So... Transformation challenges are something that are super, super popular within the fitness industry. And what it really comes down to is people love these short-term fixes. You know, this is like the main reason that fad diets and all of these things are so, so popular because people, they're fascinated with the quick fix. They want the magic pill. They want whatever. They, They don't like to put in the work. And then all of a sudden when we take that... We know as fitness professionals that this shit doesn't work. So when you do these things and then all of a sudden we're not only running a challenge, but we're rewarding the winner with the best transformation physically with a $10,000 prize. What do you think this is doing to the problem? So I wanted to get my wife on here who is an absolute wizard when it comes to this stuff so that we can kind of just jam on this and uh, kind of see where this goes. Yeah, I think the challenges can be really positive. You know, I think that it gives people the initial motivation that they need to, you know, light a fire under their butt and and get going and have something short term to work towards. But I agree, the $10,000 reward is just so ridiculous because this challenge is so short term, right? So it's attaching this massive, massive external reward to a change that should be happening more internally, right? We're, we're placing such an emphasis on the physical transformation and we're rewarding that with money when really we should be talking more about the internal changes that need to happen in order for those physical changes to actually be sustained long-term, you know? So, I mean, 10K is pretty cool. I would like 10K. Maybe we should enter that challenge. <laughs> well, I can I can vividly remember. I entered in one of the bodybuilding.com transformation contests. Yeah, I remember that. So it's the exact same thing. I was starting a bodybuilding prep, and I know that I can drop weight rapidly So I was like, hey, okay, I'm going to go eat a bunch of fucking donuts (laughs) and take my before pictures when I'm super bloated. And then I'm going to go through this rapid cut where I'm at the end of this cut, I'm going to be able to look shredded. And then like, hopefully I'm going to win this cash prize. Yeah, And did you win? No, (laughs) No. (laughs) I, I didn't win the prize. But the moral is, is that like... I knew that this is not sustainable, but yeah. I know I can drop weight rapidly for this. So it all it's doing is just bastardizing all of these people. They they know that this stuff is not sustainable, but 
when we put this artificial reward on it, like, you know, we both work as coaches. We've coached hundreds of people, thousands of people through, you know, transformations within their, within their weight loss. But we know that anytime somebody gets fixated on their physical appearance, it is never sustainable ever, Mm -hmm. ever. I think that a big problem is that a lot of people actually don't know, you know, they're told like, Hey, if you lose this weight in this amount of time, we'll give you 10 K it's the coach that should know. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they just honestly don't know. There's so much bad information out there. People are confused about what to believe and what is the right way. I get asked all the time still, like, should I have a protein shake? Should I try keto? Should I try fasting? And every, like you said at the start, everybody's looking for the quick win, the quick fix. But I don't even think that they realize that what that quick fix means. So it all starts with us as coaches. Like we need to do a better job of educating, um, our clients on ah, <laughs> on what to expect when it comes to their results. And, you know, if there's education around the challenge that says, okay, this is an eight-week challenge, we'll reward you massively for the results that you get, but here's the follow-up plan. Like, it doesn't stop here. Then I don't see an issue with it. You know, like quick losses are fine. They're perfectly healthy. You don't damage your metabolism at all by doing them temporarily. But it's just communicating the long-term results of that. If there's no follow-up, then you're just screwing. Am I allowed to swear on your podcast? (laughs) I swear on mine, but you're just fucking them over, right? I think it should be like a high five for the best transformation in the initial 12 weeks. And then it should be like $10,000 for who can sustain the change for like the next six months. That's what we should do. I think that's awesome. All of our, all of our mentor, mentorship, (laughs) you know, mentees that are listening, that's the next challenge. It's the follow-up challenge. Maintain your transformation for six months. And win 10K. Not for me. Like, someone will give it to you. It <laughs> it's not going to be, be us. Me. It's definitely not us. We're moving. We don't have that money. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I think that you, you hit the nail on the head. I think context is key. I think regardless of what you're doing, context is so, so vital. But, you know, like, for example, we work with nutrition coaches, helping them grow their online business. And we use challenges. And I think a lot of the reason why they work is because people, they, it allows for that quick success. And just mm-hmm. like you said, rapid success isn't necessarily bad in the short term. It's just not sustainable. You have to plan what you're going to do afterwards. But people like those quick wins and those quick wins are fantastic. But most of the people that we work with it, we never put an emphasis on rewarding physical change. It's never best before and after picture wins because yeah. that's just completely fucking the psyche of every single person that takes that challenge. It's always, like mindset based or it's a challenge, but there isn't a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, you're going to go through these things, make these changes and there's not a specific, you know, quote unquote winner or prize. The prize is the results you get from going from your current state to your desired destination. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the context that surrounds the challenge. Transformation is awesome. Challenges are totally fine, even though they've got a fucked perception within the market but that perception stems from 
the the negative connotations that have been drawn towards it, and it, it's not a not a skewed perception in the eyes of the clients. It's a skewed perception in the eyes of the coaches. Mm-hmm. Coaches don't like running them because they see people bastardizing them, and it's the context and how we create it is is so important. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think like not every coach hates them. You know, I think some coaches do them really well. In fact, and I think we as a whole, our industry is getting better. You know, there's more talk about, oh, I don't do challenges. Oh, I don't do cookie cutter programs. And people are starting to market themselves that way. But I think that we still have a long way to go in terms of educating the public why. You know, like Joe Blow, scrolling through your Instagram account, doesn't understand why challenges are bad. We're just saying, hey, I don't do challenges. Well, Joe might like challenges. You know, so we need to do a better job of actually educating the people that are out there who are our our ideal client on, okay, so you're saying challenges are bad, but give us some context that they can understand and relate to. Otherwise, you're shooting yourself in the foot from both ends, right? You're not selling Joe because he wants a challenge and you're also missing out on everybody else who probably agrees with you, but you just aren't really doing a very good job of explaining why, right? So I think great we're we're headed in the right direction but we need to be better still they were mm. still missing the boat a little bit i think absolutely absolutely but like i'd like to i want to give people some tangible takeaways so this is really really up your alley so why don't you elaborate on just a few things that people really are missing the boat on when they're focusing on that short term outcome when they're focusing on just how they're going to look in you know 8 weeks 12 weeks what are they how are they setting themselves up for failure what are they missing in Mm -hmm. that and how what can they shift within their mentality and their intent to make sure that they are setting themselves up for long-term success well i think it starts number one with identifying what success actually means for you because like in goal setting inside of goal setting whether it's with your body your business like it doesn't matter whatever your goal is in your life if you don't understand clearly what that endpoint is or what it feels like, it's really hard to navigate and it's really easy to get sucked into what everybody else is doing and saying, right? So before you start a weight loss journey or before you start guiding a client through a weight loss journey, if you're a coach, try and identify with them or for yourself, okay, when I get to the end, what does the end look like? Is there even an end? right? Because we want to search for the feeling that we're chasing. It's never about the number on the scale. It's never about fitting into a size six jeans or, or lifting a certain amount of weight or whatever. It's just that that's really tangible. So that's what we hang on to, right? It's really hard to measure your goals up against something that's intangible. So we just always gra- um, graduate towards what we can measure, right? So if we put some sort of system in place for you to measure the intangibles, then that becomes the focus rather than always just focusing on that scale number or on your physical transformation. So I like to talk a lot about what does your lifestyle feel and look like when you get there? What can you do then that you can't do right now? And through conversations like that, I really uncover okay, well, actually, you could probably start doing some of that stuff right now. It's just your limiting beliefs that are holding you back from actually taking action on that. You don't feel like you're worth it. You don't feel like you're fit enough. You don't feel like you're strong enough or pretty enough or whatever 
to actually make that a part of your life right now. But that's not true. So how can we start to explore what that feels like right now before your body even starts to change? And then through showing them that it's possible, then the the reward of changing your physical body isn't so important, right? Because they're able to feel that way before they reach their quote unquote end goal physically. So I think at the very root of it, those conversations right out of the gate, whether it's with your client or with yourself, they're so crucial because otherwise you're just going to cling on to what you can measure. And usually that's, that results in measuring your body. Yeah. I think that it's so important. You said, you know, establishing what the end looks like. And, you know, even with like our, our business coaching clients, you know, I go through so much training around planning and goal setting because if you do not have a tangible outcome that you're trying to achieve, there is zero way to be able to get there. And even if you even if you're a coach working with a client, if you don't have a desired destination that you're working towards, a desired goal result, there is no way for them to feel fulfilled or to associate success with the journey because there is nothing established that they're trying to achieve. So when you start and you're not trying to achieve anything, you're just spinning your fucking wheels. Mm -hmm. You never know if you're making progress or getting there because you have no idea where you're going. And just the same way that you said, they may be able to do some of those things already. And I think that's beautiful. Back, oh God, had to be probably 15 years ago. Probably more than that, actually. I was reading The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And this was the first time that I had really set some of this stuff up. In his book, he talks about creating the life you want to live, the the house you want to live in, how many vacations you want to have, what car you want to drive, and breaking these things down, I started to realize that, oh, like you, if you're retired and you don't have like a mortgage and all of these things, the amount of money you need is actually not that much. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be a millionaire to live that life. And with our coaching clients, it's they want to make a certain amount of money because they feel like it is going to give them the life they envision. So they're trying to hit this artificial thing, but when they actually break down where they're trying to go, you all of a sudden realize how much more tangible it is. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, you figure out where you want to go and where that destination is, what the feelings are you want to live there, the, the freedom you want to have, the things you want to be able to do in your life, the happiness you want to be able to have. And it's like, oh shit, all of these things that I want to be able to accomplish have nothing to do with my fucking weight Mm -hmm. and I can do them now. I can go on a trip and be happy. I can do these things now. And then all of a sudden that completely changes the game. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much more attainable and so much more achievable. And if we can shift their mentality away from exclusively thinking about that physical outcome because like you said you know if all we're thinking about if we don't have a a good picture painted of where we're trying to go all we're going to do is default to measuring what the scale is telling us because that's the thing that's giving us feedback every single day if we're not tracking feedback 
we're gonna the only thing that we're getting as a feedback is the number on the scale when we mm-hmm. step on it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going down, we're gonna be disappointed when we could be making such amazing results. Or maybe that weight doesn't even need to go down. Right. That's it. Right. Exactly. I think that like a lot of coaches are starting to talk about mindset and happiness with their clients just because two it's like what we see on instagram all the time now right so i think most coaches are starting to gravitate more towards having those conversations which i think is awesome but i think too unless you know how to make it tangible it can also be very overwhelming for your client right because like you said you're kind of just opening up this can of worms and saying okay we need to work on this stuff but you need to know where you're taking them if you're going to go down that road right? Otherwise you're just sending them off into the abyss of mindset work and uncovering all their history of issues, which is a great thing if you have a plan, right? So I think like number one, if you don't understand how to do that, talk with a coach who does it well and learn from them or read some books on it. And I think educate yourself on how to guide them through that process within the realm of your um, abilities and what you're allowed to like do, right? <laughs> like you're not a psychologist, but everybody can help move people in the right direction within their skill set. is my opinion. Yeah, it, it, it really is like opening up Pandora's box. Yeah. Working with somebody on physical change... It, I'm sorry, it might be controversial, but it's fucking easy. Yeah. Anybody can stick to something for like 6 to 12 weeks if really you put your mind to it. But if you don't uncover these other things, it's it's opening up Pandora's box. But just like everything else, it's becoming trendy. Just like reverse dieting became trendy and all of the cookie cutter coaches were giving cookie cutter reverse diets because that's (laughs) what people wanted because no one was doing it before. And now everybody is becoming a lifestyle and mindset coach because they're realizing that nobody can sustain their weight loss changes. They get ripped, they feel good, and then all of a sudden they put on five pounds, feel like shit, and they go off a fucking bender. And you're realizing, okay, well, now we need to do mindset stuff, but... What people don't realize is that mindset stuff is really fucking hard to work with people on. It is a completely different skill set. It has nothing to do with your macros and protein and, you know, nutritional science and all of this stuff. It has everything to do with adherence, implementation, Mm -hmm. people's feelings, people's lives, what's going on in their environment. And all of a sudden, I think a lot of coaches are actually starting to become out of their depth. And then when you open up that ball, just like you said, you got to be prepared and equipped to actually help people on this stuff. Yeah. Because you can't be like, oh, we're going to do mindset stuff. I want you to, you know, get rid of those limiting beliefs and uh, (laughs) you need to increase your sleep. And that's what we need to do. And it's like, well, I don't know how. And you're like, just fucking do it. And like, (laughs) you go back to the same way of what was happening before of bad coaches helping people with cookie cutter plans. Now it's, Bad coaches trying to help people with more in-depth topics. And just like you said, you have to know what your scope of work is because you are treading the line into, you know, psychology style things. And there's things we can implement, but it's amazing when you actually can create a connection to get people to open up, you realize how many people actually have very disordered eating habits, borderlining on eating disorders. Mm -hmm. And you need to know 
What can you actually help this person with? What can you, what do you need to refer out with? How do you even breach that conversation if they don't even know that's what's going on? These are very, very delicate matters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's almost like they need to invent an actual certification that is like a bridge between a personal trainer and a psychologist because not everybody's going to go to school for 17,000 years to make... 40k a year right and personal trainers don't know their ass from a hole in the ground so it's like there needs to be something tangible in there and there isn't a whole lot no. that is i think like for the coaches listening the first place to start is to be able to connect better with your client because ultimately that needs to become your superpower if you ever want to help them down that path right? If they don't feel like they're connected with you, if they don't feel like they can trust you, they're never going to divulge the information that you will eventually need to be able to help them, right? So if you're feeling like, oh my God, I want to help them, but I don't know, I don't think that I know what to do with mindset work, start working on your ability to connect because truly that's where I started. And I just like through trial and error, figured out my own system to help people with this stuff, right? My superpower was always connection. I can have someone in the first time we meet with them basically just tell me everything. And that allows me to help people really, really quickly because I don't have to gain their trust. I get that really, really fast, right? So just through your ability to connect with someone on a genuine, authentic level and show them that you really do care and then be honest with them. Like, I would love to just talk with you more about this. I don't know that I have the answer for you today, but I feel like this is needed and I'm committed to helping find that answer for you. Then go talk to a coach you trust who's doing it well. And then, you know, that's how you learn. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know. And don't be afraid to ask another coach for their opinion. Because truly, if you're, if you let your ego get in the way, then you need some mindset work too, is what I would say. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) I think I was about to say that. I think that a lot of these people that are trying to teach these topics need way more work on themselves than they think. Yeah. And they don't, they don't know how to deal with their own things, which makes it very difficult to try and coach somebody on how to deal with their own things. So yeah. it's like, you know, you got to have your own house in order before you start trying to coach other people. And, you know, and you also can't skip steps like this is for an entirely different conversation, but you need to get the reps and experience doing it. You mm-hmm. need to simply get in front of people, work with people and learn how to troubleshoot these things because they are very, very difficult, complex matters, like we said, and you don't learn how to do that overnight. No. And you can't build a course to help somebody through that when you can't actually do it one-to-one. Right. Like, you need the time to figure it out. You need the time to figure out, you know, what to say, how to combat things, how to deal with things, how to fight, overcome limiting beliefs before you can package it up in something different. I see... You know, people talking to me about these things and it's like, how do I get my first high ticket client? And I'm like, well, you work for fucking two years helping people <laughs> yeah. and then you can deserve to charge high ticket. Yeah, you like, eat shit for two years. Yeah, That's so. how. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that that is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I yeah. think we uh, I think we destroyed the fact that you shouldn't run a transformation challenge and reward somebody with $10,000 yeah. because I think that is very much so 
making the problem far worse than it is better. Yeah. Because um, I'm pretty sure three weeks after that, they're going to have regained all the weight they lost. Yeah, they're going to go weeks. spend their money on a vacation and put it all back <laughs> on. 10, 10K <laughs> to an all-inclusive in Mexico, yeah. 10 days to the weight regain. That's what's going to fucking happen there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so... I just want to thank you so much for coming on today. Everybody that's listening, there's going to be a lot of big changes coming out. So if there's stuff that you want to see Laura and myself talk with or talk about, please hit either of us up on Instagram because we are going to be joining forces and bringing a lot more of this type of content to you guys. But before we sign off, I just kind of want to like let everybody know what what are you what's going on? What are you up to these days? Where can everybody find you? Yeah, I am super active on Instagram. So if you have any questions for me about anything we talked about or any other coaching questions, feel free to hit me up on there. I'll probably reply to you in five seconds because my phone's attached at my hip. Um, but I'm also launching a brand new course. It's launching actually on Monday as a beta version. So it's called the Confidence Catalyst for Coaches. And I'm really, really excited about it. It's built out with the premise that coaches have so much skill, so much knowledge. We're being bombarded with continuing education all the time. And there's a really huge gap in our industry from acquiring knowledge to actually being able to apply it within your own business as a coach, within your clientele, um, and to be able to create that impact in the world that you want from a confident perspective so that you don't burn yourself out so that you feel good when you're having those hard conversations with your clients. And so that's what this course is there for. It's filling that gap between knowledge and application and the impact that you want to have. So that's rolling out on Monday. If you want information on getting in on the beta group, hit me up on Instagram. You can talk to Landon as well. He'll give you the information. Um, I would love to see you in there and I cannot wait to do more shows like this. This is so fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for everybody that is interested in learning more about the Confidence Catalyst for coaches. Hit up Laura Polbrin on Instagram. That's where you're going to find her, all of her stuff. And we'll keep you posted on kind of breaking news for the beta launch of this program. Outside of that, thank you so much. Love and appreciate you. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. As a thank you, I've put together a free training for you where I go over how I consistently generate clients every month using social media with less than 2,000 followers on Instagram. I walk through the exact strategy that I use for client attraction and generating clients every single month. You can go to landonp.com training to get access to that training now.